1: In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.
2: Hello and welcome to Loose Units. Loose Ends, not really Loose Ends actually. It's our final installment of our Stocking Stuffers, our mini-series where we are telling you about Festive crimes which often take an unfortunate turn towards the tragic. Anyway, we hope you're having a great holiday season. I'm Paul, that's John, and Dad. Uh, how, um, here's a tricky question for you. Back in the first Loose Units book, in the first season of Loose Units, you talked about the fact that when you were applying to be a uh, cadet at the police academy, you were staying in a house where marijuana was being grown, is that correct? Correct, yes. Okay. How much, and uh, how, was it hydroponics set up? What was happening?
3: Um, I don't think hydroponics had been fully developed. However, the precursor to hydroponics was growing marijuana in a bathroom. Now, a bathroom is, although it I couldn't grow marijuana in our bathroom here and get the same effect. Do you know why? Why? Because I only have cold showers. And so you need the steam? The steam. For the yep. to, yes, okay. yes, and I'm not. I'd love to do a podcast one day, maybe a loose ends on the benefits of cold showers.
2: Um, maybe later. No, I think I think if you took all the cold shower mentions from a previous podcast and stitched them together, you'd have uh, a 90 minute special.
3: I think you're pretty spot on there. Um, and then we could also introduce uh, the breathing that I do,
2: dad jazz cigarettes. We're talking about weed,
3: okay? So I actually, it wasn't my weed, okay. <laughs> Okay. Paul? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was, um, in law, I would have been an accessory uh, before the fact, during and after the fact.
2: Right. So you'd be like someone, you you would have been there. Ta- but tacit, not...
3: tacit disapproval. Now, yeah. people normally say tacit approval, but it was tacit disapproval. I disapproved.
2: Well, now, did you, okay, first of all, Dad, talk us through the actual... Why was it being grown in the house? Just because? Because uh, my food? two
3: cellmates—oh god, there's a Freudian slip. Oh boy, oh my two flatmates uh-huh. uh, were were had had a strong proclivity towards the gunja, and gotcha. they they just uh, they used to. Uh, I I didn't because marijuana and hash and all those types of drugs mm-hmm. have terrible. Ter- they make me do things that I would never mention on this podcast ever. I would never mention to anyone. They're trapped in the vault of my mind. Okay. Uh, they, I used to do things that were questionable. Questionable. What the fuck does that mean? What does what mean?
2: Like question? You, you're implying that you, like, ki- what, every time no, I say, no, I, I kill just, a guy.
3: No, no, not like that at all. But just things that I'm not. I, I'm uncomfortable talking about. Uh, I can talk about a few of the things that used to happen to me, like the munchies. You know, I'd eat a whole jar of Vegemite. Shit in your hands and clap. No, I never did stuff like that. Okay. But I'd eat Vegemite. Um, I'd eat... Did I ever tell you the story that I came home and someone had eaten a chicken? like a... You know the rotisserie chickens? Yeah. And they come in a sort of a foil bag? Yeah. And I, it was on the, the kitchen bench. They'd left it there, but it should have been in the bin. And there was nothing left of it. It was like a, a carcass of, say... Um, a giant eagle that had been out in uh, the desert in Arizona, uh, in that place that gets to about fifty-seven degrees Celsius, and it had been out there for about five years. The it was just there was just a skeleton. It what, had no meat on it.
2: What are you say? Now was it?
3: And you did that? No, it was just a flatmate's chicken that he'd eaten, and he hadn't thrown the the carcass away. He just left it on the sink. Okay. And I was stoned. And I came home and I just, I was ravenous. And I looked at these bones and I thought, wow, there's a meal in this. And I just hoed down on the bones. Oh, God. Yes, seriously. And I ate all the chicken that was left. And there was no meat. Okay. And I was crunching away on these little bones. Disgusting. Yeah. That's why I just, you know, another time I was in the shower and had some hash. And I was by myself and I was listening to the news, ABC News, because I only listen to the ABC, as everyone knows. And there was a a newsreader called James Dibble. Yeah. That's his real name, James Dibble. And his voice started to slow down, but I'd had the hash so, so long before that I'd got in the shower that I'd forgotten that I'd even had hash. Huh, okay. because it took so long to come on that I thought, you know what, it's not working. Yeah, It was like chewing down on... They'd mixed it with um, <clears throat> um, eucalyptus oil. So it was like eating a euc- eucalyptus, but a whole lot of leaves. It was disgusting. Mm. And I just thought, this is not happening. And then all of a sudden, I'm in the shower, and I'm listening to the newsreader. I could hear him because I had the door open because I was in, always you know, interested in the news. Mm-hmm. And his voice started to slow down. Until it was speaking so slowly. Sure. And I thought, and then everything went bad from there. This is why. I don't, but I don't need drugs anyway, do I?
2: You are drugs, Dad, as I think most listeners will attest to. But but I actually have a, well, I mean, speaking of weed and Christmas, as this episode is themed, I have a story here for you from back in 2014. May I read it? You may. Okay. Also, do you are you doing a Christmas tree this year in the apartment? Definitely not. Silly question. Just a uh, a single pine wood letter C uh, in the corner, just to symbolise Christmas. Not even
3: a photograph of a tree. So that'd
2: be too Christmassy.
3: I would find that inane. Putting it mildly. Okay. But I know why you've said that. Just to really kind of get under my skin. No, I haven't actually. It's creepy. It's sort of.
2: No, Dad. Listen. Here's the story. A mum who boasted to neighbours that she had the best Christmas tree in the world was busted by police, who revealed that it wasn't a fir tree at all, but a gigantic marijuana plant. As Angelica Navarro Pereira, 50, was dragged away by police, her neighbour said her neighbor 55 said thinking about it she didn't invite me in to see a tree when i spoke to her yesterday she said her children were going to really enjoy christmas this year and that she had the best tree in the world i don't remember seeing her taking one in now i know why Pereira was arrested with two and a half thousand pounds in cash 21 cannabis plants Two homemade shotguns and a partridge in a pear tree. I'm kidding. And 29 bags of drugs. Okay. Police raided a home in San Bernardo in the southern Chilean province of Maipo and found the tree surrounded by wrapped-up presents, right? So it's not just that she said she had a tree mm. and what she meant was a was a was weed. I'm looking at a photo here. It was just a massive marijuana plant surrounded by presents. A police spokesman said, the place was full of drugs. We've been investigating this woman for over a month. We suspected she was involved in trafficking. And when we had enough proof, we carried out our raid. We expected to find some drugs. But the last thing we expected to see was one of the plants being used as a Christmas tree. Now, Dad, my problem is that when you look at the silhouette at the profile of a classic Christmas tree, what shape is it?
1: Say hello to a new era of mental health care. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month offer only valid on monthly plans other exclusions may apply offer ends july 31st 2024 see site for details
0: if you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery think again juvederm volux xc is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime even better this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment no maintenance required improved jaw line definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC.
1: In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.
2: It's triangular. It's triangular. Yes, it goes up and up and up and up and up. And obviously, uh, Christmas has co-opted that from um, pagan, you know, fertility rituals. It is a penis. It's what? Penis. What are you talking about?
3: When you said pagan rituals, I thought of sex.
2: You just, uh, the word you just said I the word penis. said know penis. but it's the shape. You think penis is a triangular? You need to see a doctor. Oh, f- <laughs> <laughs> Hey, doctor, I've got a wedge-shaped penis. Oh, is something Paul. wrong? Oh, no, funny. dad. Dad, we did it again. Dad, yeah? we did it again. What? It, it's been like three episodes in a row where we've talked about genitals. Anyway, <laughs> Shit. listen. So, uh, uh, Mrs. Pereira, she's obviously, um, you know, she's uh, she's been... Uh, She's been arrested for this uh, crime, but as I was saying, the silhouette, right? Yep. Of a Christmas tree Hmm. is a triangle. It allows you to decorate it in the traditional manner, put 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 stuff on top. Baubles. When I look at the photo of this tree, Hmm. this apparent Christmas tree, it doesn't look like a Christmas tree. It's just a big shrub. It doesn't Hmm. have, it doesn't. Now, if she was going to make it feel Christmassy, she either needed to decorate the tree or make it look. You know, from the outside, like it was a Christmas tree. But when you look at this photo... Hang on, I'm going to send you this photo. I want you to Excellent. tell me if this, if this tracks as a Christmas okay, tree cool. at all. Love hang it. On a Here we go. Oh,
3: that's nice. You think it's nice? Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, but it doesn't look, it doesn't look like a Christmas tree. Uh, that it passes a Christmas tree. But what hang I on. would have done... Yeah. To make if that way. was my Christmas tree... Yeah. Um, I would have rolled a whole lot of joints, maybe say 20... And hung the joints as ornaments. As ornaments, and then what people co- come around and they just you grab a, a spliff. Uh
0: huh.
2: <laughs> Do you like my knowledge of all the phraseology? It's it's uh, it's a it's a little alarming. Listen, mm. why? Okay, okay. Then what are you putting on top as the star on the tree?
3: You could put a photograph. Yep. Of um. Have you ever seen that, that, that photograph that's actually a, a short film clip of Santa that takes um, sniffs or snorts some drug and then goes crazy. What? And dance starts dancing. What are you talking about? It's, it's pretty funny. So you could actually have a photograph um, of uh, like a stone Santa right on top. OK. And I think you can dress any tree up as a a Christmas tree, uh, depending on where you are. So, if you're in uh, the desert in Western Australia, you could have a Boab Mm. tree as a Christmas tree. Sure. Traditionally, they were, and and probably still are, at least in the Northern Hemisphere, they are Mm. pine trees.
2: What makes a Christmas tree a Christmas
3: tree? Well, Paul, nothing really. I guess it has to kind of look like a tree. But think about those trees. Well, think about the trees that we used to have when you were children. Yeah. One thing you may recall is that every year they got smaller. Do you remember that? Until they were yeah, only that's... about twelve inches high.
2: You were really phasing was... Christmas out. I was. You? That was
3: part of my minimalist zen. <clears throat> so unknowingly, mm-hmm. I was actually in the infant stages of minimalism. In fact, when the first book of minim- minimalism came out, I thought to myself, "This is old hat." I've already, I've already been working on this for a long, long time. Um, I do, upon reflection, begin to think that it was a, a little bit strange of me as you children would all unpack your present, all of a sudden you'd turn around and the paper was gone because I can't stand mess. Yeah. And I think that that was pretty odd. Um, I feel a little bit bad that I didn't recycle the paper. I think we just got rid of it. I think that's
2: not really the festive takeaway, but go on.
3: please. No. Um, and now this photograph you've sent me of this uh, Christmas tree, with, uh-huh. with, and, you, and there are some lovely presents around it. Um, I think that definitely passes as a tree. Well, it is a
2: tree. Um, but it, the, but the, uh, what I'm saying is, I mean, look, the broader question here is what makes a Christmas tree a Christmas tree? Is, is it presents being put around it? Because if that's all it is, you can make... I think a Christmas tree requires multiple elements to qualify, and I think it needed ornamentation. I think I'm going to give you the joints as a plausible way of doing this. Mm. I think the joints would have at least made it feel like she'd made a little bit of effort, but also the shape of the leaves. I mean, it was obvious. It's obvious. It's just obvious, Mm. you know?
3: Yeah. It's unique. It's unique. I have not ever seen, like many things we cover on this show, yeah. uh, we often go where no one else uh, would dare go for or, obvious reasons. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I like that. I like how we can, um, and can you imagine uh, if you and I took drugs and ended the show?
2: that'd be a terrible idea terrible. but i also There'd think be it'd laughing. be a really interesting way to finish the podcast forever is just go well we're going to commit a crime as <laughs> the last episode of the show just in a mad plot twist the final <laughs> episode of a true crime podcast has a true crime being committed and then you have to solve it although all the evidence is literally on the mic uh dad i know at this point we've already done our family Dalesford christmas but in an almost nostradamus like way i would like you before we close the episode to just quickly predict how you think it went Oh, that's interesting.
3: Oh. Um, well, I know that you are going to... Because you're a very, very good cook. Oh, thank you. So I'm pretty excited. Actually, no, I'm really excited. Kristen and I are incredibly excited about going somewhere that's going to be relaxing. Um, I like the, the idea of chilling because I, I can chill really, really well yeah. when I'm in the zone. And I think this is going to be a wonderful way to kick back. Mm -hmm. I don't know how I'm going to go if I have to sit on a comfortable chair. What the what? Uh, Well, we don't have comfortable chairs here. We just have chairs.
2: When I make fun of you, do you realize that it's completely accurate? (laughs) It's (laughs) like when you say things like that, you know, I mean... Listeners, you gotta see this furniture setup they've got. I mean, it is. It's pretty intense. Okay. Well, I hope you all had a great Christmas as well, folks, because we've really enjoyed doing these little festive episodes. And as of next episode, we'll be back with a normal episode of a Loose Units. The Shadow Files will be plowing into 2024 with an incredible slate of truly thrilling Australian true crime. We will occasionally uh, make dalliances outside the borders of Australia, but we will be doing a lot of Australian crime this year. And by doing a lot of Australian crime, I don't mean committing it. I mean, <laughs> I mean investigating and talking about it so please uh take care of yourselves and each other welcome to uh 2024 and we will see you very very soon for more loose units bye everyone cheerio